hating me. Uh, <laughs> Wait, he just gave me a load of coins because he, he does metal detecting. So he's just bought me a load of pennies, thripney bits, farthings, and a couple of musket balls. It's a very friendly shop. That's the thing. It's a very. It, it feels. It's got a good. Good vibe about it as well. I like, I like coming here because I, I have it very pink yeah. and, and yeah. womb-like, yeah. don't I? <laughs> and lots of uh, things to look at, a lot of ephemera. So that gives people things to look at and talk about. You're not actually friends, so you don't live in each other's pockets. No. And with, even with other customers, you know, they will come in if they need a bit of therapy, which is what it's about. You know, yeah. I've talked to a lot of people over the years, and. They come to me for life skills, life advice on relationships and you just talk. People don't talk anymore. But yeah, we just... that's the thing. I mean, it, it, it was always a place of conversation yeah. and, all, and, and very interesting conversation. Yeah. You know, because you do get very interesting people coming. It's a very personal it's, thing, it's, isn't it's, it? It's very hands-on and you've got to trust. Yeah. Yeah. He has to trust me that I'm going to yeah. do what it is that he wants. And once you've had one piece and you've got that rapport, it's a bit yeah. like hairdressers and things, yeah. you, you just had that connection. And with H, because I knew that he had a theme and he knew he'd done his homework and he knew what the thing was and where it was going, we just worked it together. And if there was any technical issues, we'd work it out between us. Because yeah. certain parts of your body, because your body's not flat like a piece of paper, it's 3D, it's stretchy. Because of his condition, he has certain movement issues. So we had to negotiate through all of those, and it was it was yeah. a joint yeah. thing, oh, it wasn't was, it? Yeah. And, it was, and, and, and as we once we started getting a lot done, you kind of feel like I mean I I couldn't get anybody else to tattoo me now because it would feel it's almost like you're cheating on your partner sort of thing. You know what I mean? I, that's, that's that's the only way you can put it. It's like you've, when you've got, like, you would feel if so, some, somebody else's work was suddenly on, it'd be like what's that doing there? Sort of thing. Like, but yeah, so that's so I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go to anybody else. I have a bone condition called osteogenesis imperfecta, which is brittle bone disease. So breaking bones has been part of my life since I was two. So, but I had two major breaks when I was an adult, when I was 18 and 28. The second one when I was 28 was particularly bad. I mean, this side of me is, is pretty broken. I've got a leg that's now short and I've got, and this arm doesn't really work, this wrist doesn't really work. But so part of, so, and I, I was feeling, when, I, when it actually happened, I spent a long time feeling very sorry for myself because I thought, well, I'm not going to be able to get back to sort of walking or doing anything sort of thing. But, but I did, and then because I, had mo I, I got money from the lawsuit over it, I, I thought, well, I'm going to put this to, to use in lots of different ways. I mean, it was kind of, I wanted to travel and things, but I wanted to do something for myself that, that, that would basically give me more self-esteem because I was feeling a bit down. It was good therapy for me because I, I started to feel better about myself. Because and also, I mean, it, it, but it wasn't all down to that. It was actually being around people because I'd, I'd spent a lot of time isolated. I think when I, when I was off, I was kind of confined to my flat for quite a long time while I was getting better for like nearly a year. So it was good. You know, that was, that was good for me. Accepting you for who you were, not yeah. what you were, yeah. or what yeah. you looked like. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that was, that was know, that's, so that's what I found in the tattoo community. Very, yes. pe people are people are, are great. And that's the thing, they, they, they're very accepting of anybody. Yeah. And, and it does, doesn't matter how you look, it doesn't matter yeah. what you look like. And it, whereas a lot of, you, can, you feel that sometimes you're being judged in other areas of society, it's, you know, it's very different. How would you describe that? It's, 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 it's typical, typical Viking knot work, but it was, I just like, I like the fact there was lots of arms and hands intertwined and, I, and I, that's, what, that's what appealed to me. But, so I had that one done and then I thought, that's not so bad. 
I'll have another one next week. So then, and then we've moved down to this dragon. I wanted to sort of change the perception of Vikings in any way you can, because they're, they're just sort of seen from the movies as plunderers, and but they were great craftsmen. That was what that was what that was what really motivated me. It, it was exciting. It was exciting to be very able to proceed because it's something I'd never done before. I'd always I'd always thought about it, but I mean I was thirty two at the time. Was... One of the attractions of tattooing is their permanence because there's so little in this life that's permanent anymore. People's lives, their jobs, their marriages are not permanent, but that is. You can take that with you to your grave. Nobody can steal it, take it off of you, bequeath it to anybody. It's yours and yours to keep. Exactly. That's the thing. It's it's kind of becomes. I want to start making a story of your life, and it's. Also, people feel more confident about their bodies. You never quite feel undressed when you've got a tattoo, because people who've got tattoos they feel more able to expose parts of their bodies that they wouldn't normally do. So, it it gives you that self worth, doesn't it? It Did I mean I, I, I spent all my time cutting sleeves and. And, and bottoms off t-shirts, <laughs> didn't I? I mean, I was, I was just obsessed with it, and always wearing shorts, no matter what yeah. what time of year it was, yeah. because you just want to you just want to be on display. But I mean, that that, that, that does wear off eventually, because it's kind of like you, you you become after a while when you've got a lot that you don't even notice them anymore. They're just they're just part of you. They're just what you are. I also think it's much more acceptable for men to have tattoos that are exposed. In the days when I got tattooed, it wasn't acceptable for women to have tattoos on show. We used to have them in places that were hidden, and it was a much more personal thing. You could people could not offer you a job if you if women especially had tattoos on show. Now they're so much more acceptable that mm-hmm. everybody has them. Yeah. Teachers and nurses yeah. and, and it just and policemen. Yeah, but it wasn't the done thing. That, but yeah. for me, I can still go out in a dress and nobody would know. Oh, and I like that yeah. now because oh, yeah, I now yeah. feel different to other people. Whereas before, I felt different because I had tattoos, so I looked normal in my clothes. But underneath, though, I had this secret life. You'd, you'd be surprised the number of people you would not expect to have got tattoos because this this is what it opens up to you. When I when I walk around, even just at work, I work in a hospital, and I, I see people, and just by getting to know them, sometimes they'll they'll tell. I mean, it's like you would never know that they they've got this, and they want to show you, and it's like and it's like. It is a talking point. It is a, it is a, it is an icebreaker. With the piercings, when I was first piercing, the people that had the most intimate, heavy genital piercings were always professional people. So sort of doctors and dentists and lawyers and a lot of barristers because they were changing people's lives by sending them to prison and they had to have a release themselves for that sort of decision making. Work on his legs, as an example, that has progressed from the Viking things yeah, back yeah, we did. We up to. We started yeah. out with we started out with, with seafaring things. Um, exact replicas of images of specific pirates. Yes, pirates. And yeah, it's, it's we've we've got them. We've got Blackbeard, we've got Edward England, who was the originator of the actually skull and crossbones, and also a sailor here. I mean, really, but part of it was my. I, I do love pirates. I mean, pirates are the most interesting sailors. But it's, it's like my my. I have a lot of seafaring people in my family. From my basically, my great wife got a WG on the side of my leg, which is my great 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 grandfather, who was a ship's captain in the 1850s during the, and during the Crimean War. We've got some Dura. We've got Dura's Four Winds. We've got Sun and Moon. We've got lots of different sort of little details of flying things. We've even got a 
with the witches on a broomstick flying yeah. around there. The, around here, these are the, the, <laughs> Those the, are all the images. Yeah, they're yeah. pirate-related coins and the sea and, chest. Yeah, and the, and the piece of eight. That's yeah, piece, that's of, a, eight. That's a piece of that's eight. Piece on of the eight on the front. Yeah. So that, that that was that leg. That's my seafaring leg. So. Yeah. And my my right my right leg is 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 my I call that my I say my seafaring leg and my family leg. This this is all this is all to do with my my mum and dad. Um, my my dad is no longer alive, but. He did at the time. I was. He was a musician, and this this is his artwork. This is from his his record, and I just added musicians there. He was a played hurdy gurdy, so I've got a hurdy gurdy player on the back there, and also I've got some of his illustrations. That that's a long necked loop that he drew, and it, mixed in with that is 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 my is my mum. My mum was a very is a very keen gardener, so it's mixed in with flowers. It's all sorts of indigenous flowers. Yeah, indigenous flowers and um, plants, which is so that's that's my family there. That's my that's my mum and dad there. So so I can always look. It's musicians and flowers, and that's that's always that's that's always there. I'm normally about once a year, once now. or twice a year now. And it used to be once a week. Yeah, it was it was once a week every week. Yes. And I was. But now he has a wife yeah. and family, yeah. and <laughs> other things to interest him. So it really was therapy, then. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it really was. Yes, it was. It was. Yeah. That was. My, I'm that was like my Auntie Sheila to everybody, yeah. aren't I? That's, That's what right. a lot of people would call me. They even yeah. coming now, and they still call me Auntie Sheila. Yeah. Just because. It is like your aunt, and you can tell her anything, and she's not going to judge you, but she might give you some advice mm. from having spoken to other people. And did you notice a difference with heroin from the, when he first came in? Could you see him getting better from from that better self worth, much yeah, better self worth yeah, over the years? Definitely, did. definitely. I think I think that's to do with what energetic young people can be absorbed in themselves and. H definitely needed a bit of self-worth because he's yeah. such an interesting chap and he's got so much knowledge and he knows so mm. many things about and I, I his specific isolated subjects. isolated myself. And you had. And in, you in just work. To get and, out more. Yeah, that's what it was for, for a long time. Yeah. And uh, this, this, yeah, it was good. It was, that was the right thing to do. I'm foreseeing a problem here, both of you. There isn't any more space. There, there is some. There, there, you'd be surprised Tiny about how you'd, you'd be surprised about how much space there is on the human body. I mean, obviously, you, you, there's no more space for big pieces. No, I've, I've, I've thought about that because uh, that's that's all used up. But I just come up. With, I just have little things pop into my head, yeah. and some, sometimes they're odd. And I haven't, haven't done some of the odd ones. Yeah, I was thinking of having a custard cream biscuit because some of Pugin's Victorian designs is just on a biscuit. So I'll have a custard. I'll have a Crawford's custard cream. You see, the trouble is, when you die, you need to go into a museum. I know taxidermy. The well, I mean, Japanese, the Japanese, the Japanese, their the Japanese skins, do that. Didn't yes, they? they do. They do. There are museums in Japan, aren't there, where basically people bequeath their skins. These amazing. Um, Japanese, Japanese bodysuits, body yeah. yeah. But I don't, I, I don't know. That's for, no, not really for me. I mean, I probably just want to be put in a rowboat and pushed out in the thing and fire some flaming arrows at me and then that'd be, that'd be me done. Yeah, no, that'd be perfect. Yeah. Write that down so they yeah. know. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I'd say yeah, that. that your that'd tattoos be me are about your life journey. They're not yeah, about exactly. anybody else's. No, no. And if you're not there to narrate them, then it, they will just no. be images yeah. to somebody else. 